0: Yesterday, we talked about how Jesus, in the Bread of Life discourse, uh, when given the opportunity to clarify what he meant about disciples consuming his flesh, he not only refused to back down, but he doubled down on the literal realism, right? We talked about how he changed the verb, uh, which emphasized uh, the the literal realism of what he was saying. In Greek, trogon, a word which, which translates as, as to gnaw or to chew. Christ wanted to emphasize that, yes, he means this literally and really. His true food, uh, his flesh is true food, his blood is true drink, and unless one eat his flesh and drink his blood, they do not have life within him. You know, our gospel today gives us one final proof of the Eucharist. Many in the crowd, they ultimately reject the bread of life discourse. And we read that, quote, many disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer walked with Jesus, why is is this a final proof of the Eucharist? Well Christ was willing to lose many disciples rather than compromise the truth. Let's ask this question though why were so many of Christ's disciples leaving over this bread of life discourse over this literal realism that Christ emphasized? Well it's true that it, it is true that the literal realism of Christ's Eucharistic teaching would have, seemingly, I really emphasize the seemingly, posed a dilemma for a practicing Jew. Because in Leviticus 7, 26 to 27, we read the following command, quote, moreover, you shall eat no blood, whatever, whether of fowl or of animal in any of your dwelling. Whoever eats any blood, that person shall be cut off from his people. All right. So seemingly what Christ is saying uh, contradicts this command from Leviticus. What wouldn't be clear uh, during the Bread of Life discourse, uh, but would become clear at the, at the Last Supper, was this, that Christ wasn't commanding that his body and blood be consumed in their typical state or their raw state, right? Um, but under the Eucharistic species of bread and wine, under the appearance of bread and wine, that the, the substance of bread and wine would be transformed into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, while retaining the appearance, the the shape, the texture, the smell, the taste of bread and wine. This so as to accommodate the sensibilities uh, of our human nature. And and thus, it is no contradiction with Leviticus 7. Now, you might hear that and object and say, All right, Jesus, why not just say that then? It's a good question. But perhaps the reason is this. Yes, many left. They said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? I think we can find an answer to that question in how Jesus responds to those who are leaving. He says, does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? What is Jesus saying there? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before, ascending to heaven? He's saying, I'm God incarnate. I am he who cannot deceive nor be deceived. My word alone ought to be enough for you to accept my words, to accept my teaching. But you don't. Now contrast the attitude of the crowd with St. Peter and the apostles. Jesus turns to the 12 and says, Do you also want to leave? And St. Peter answers, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. It is as as if Peter, like the crowd, is confused and doesn't see how he can reconcile reconcile Leviticus 7 with Jesus' words. Yet he knows who Jesus is, and he trusts him, even if he can't make sense of what he's saying right now, because he knows God is he who cannot deceive nor be deceived. We, too, may be in a similar position, Maybe we're confused, and we don't understand why God has allowed this pandemic to play out. Perhaps some of us have lost jobs. God forbid, some of us may have lost loved ones. Why would God not do something? We have two responses to these questions. We can either throw up our hands like the crowd and say, this is hard, I can't accept it, goodbye. Or we can make a beautiful profession of faith like St. Peter Say, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Lord, I don't get it right now. I don't know why you're permitting this. I don't know why you aren't stepping in and doing something. But I know who you are, and I trust you. May we entrust ourselves to God, who cannot deceive nor be deceived after the example of St. Peter.